608 on a rainy, cruddy Tuesday. Mark Aram and pals with you till 8 in the p.m. Chris Chandler just doing another great award-winning newscast. Uh, I don't think you had this on, Chris, because it just popped on Twitter. Yes. Uh, Braves uh, broadcaster, former Braves player, Jeff Francoeur, has tweeted out that he has tested positive for COVID-19. The tweet says he is asymptomatic and feel fine, but he'll be in self-quarantine until he's cleared to get back to the broadcast booth with uh, Chip Carey and uh, the Fox Sports South crew. So there, I don't know if that's... That didn't make it into your newscast, did it? I'll get it at 6.30. <laughs> you don't have to. You know, Buddy. I just, I just <laughs> It just broke on Twitter, so I just wanted to pass that along I'll to go, you. I'll go right out and tell Jeff. I don't, wanna, so. I don't want you to tear down your, your <laughs> newscast and build that around it, but uh, we wish, obviously, Jeff Frank were the best. Indeed. All right. Thank you, Chris Chandler. Uh, we're going to have an interesting show today. It's one of the worst rush hours in recent memory because the rain, just awful stuff out there. So we're going to lean heavily on uh, the nation's best traffic team. But as we like to do every Tuesday of the Mark Aram Show, start off with a little fun, and that's called Would You Rather. It's time. now time for Would You Rather with Little Sanjay. He's the guru, the soothsayer, the truth seeker, the ask of unanswerable questions. He forgot to pay his power bill, Deborah Green. So Little Sanjay's in the dark, still doing Would You Rather, though. How are you, Sanj? I'm doing well. How about you, Mark? The power come back on yet? Not yet. I just got an ETA of 11.45 p.m. Ooh, do you want to come over? Uh, no, it's just going to be an early night. Okay, us. very good. I freak but out. I appreciate the offer. Whenever yeah. my power goes out that I forgot to pay my bill. Like, that is my f- number one concern. Even if you know a storm's rolling by? Yeah, it doesn't matter. <laughs> doesn't matter. I'm like, oh, no, did I pay my bill? And then I look out in the neighborhood and see if anyone thinks anything. Uh. And you probably have automated bill pay? No, no. Oh, okay. that, I All should. Right. I don't. I'm always forgetful. Wait till you get married. Uh, anyway, Sanjay is here to ask us unanswerable questions. We're going to answer them in studio. Please feel free to play along at home or in your car. What is the first question, Sanjay? All right, number one, would you rather have $1 million today or $2 million in five years? Uh, tomorrow is promised to no one, so give me the milli right now. Give me that. Give me the seven digits right now, Sanjay. I'll take the million, sit yeah. down with Clark Howard, and I'll still have $2, two million, million in five years. Yeah, yep. Clark Howard. Probably more than that. Wes Moss. <laughs> yep. We've got a number of guys there. So yep. you're going to you're gonna play the waiting game. Oh, no, no, you're no, taking no. it now. I'm taking it, and then I'm going to invest it and have more than $2 million. Well, be your, if you got a million dollars right now, what, would you would you go out and do a big purchase, though, at least? Uh, you know, we always talk about if you win the lottery, yeah. that we'd just buy the house we want and yeah. just make it the way we want to, okay. and then after that, who knows? Travel, right. probably. Scotty B in for Low T. Chuck, who is on maternity leave, uh, paternity leave, excuse me. That was a, <laughs> that was not intentional. You want a milli right now or two milli next year? I'm going to take the milli right now. I'm with Deb Green. we got enough good people around us to where I think we can get that money back plus some. You guys are giving yourself too much credit. If someone gives you a million dollars, you're not putting it all in the bank right away. You're going to go have some fun. I mean, whatever fun you can have in, in during the coronavirus, but you're going to have a little fun. Clark Howard is going to get it about seven hundred grand from you guys. <laughs> you know, you're going to blow about three hundred right off. Yeah, the top. but we can budget that in. Jason Byers on the other side of the takeout window. Well, to be a contrarian, I'll take the two million next year. Yeah, you're financially secure. Yeah. Your wife's got a good job. You yeah, we're you okay. Right we can now. make it another year. Sanjay, is there any tax benefit for delaying it and taking two million next year? There always is. Yes, really? Absolutely. Oh. Of course. I mean, well, Sanjay can the find the rules rate. around that too, right? Yeah, I'm still Come taking the million Sanjay. now. I, I, I can't. There's no way that someone could offer me a million dollars right now, and I would say no. There's very little things like Brewster's Millions. Remember that movie? Oh yeah, and you had to spend it. Had to Think spend of all the baseball million. cards you could get oh, right now. I could, I could buy one baseball card with that million. <laughs> 
Uh, all right, good question, Sanjay. Out of the gate, what's the next one, buddy? All right, would you rather, and this, of course, doesn't necessarily apply to you, but put yourself in their shoes. Would you rather do online school or go to school but wear a mask? I think it depends on the age I was at, um, to be honest with you, Sanjay. Uh, and again, this is during, you know, this isn't during normal times. This is during the coronavirus, right? Correct. Um, I'm lazy. Get it. I'm going to stay home. I'm going to stay home. That way I don't go to school. I don't get rejected by girls. I don't get picked on by bullies. I get to stay home and watch The Price is Right while doing my math. I think you need all of that. Don't you need interaction? Don't you need to like get picked on so that you build That's tough true. skin? All don't you need to like learn more. how to flirt and all that stuff? No. No? No. I, I, did, I didn't <laughs> learn any of that. If I were in college, I'd do online, yeah. right? Because it'd be so much easier to work and oh, stuff. But uh, if I were in high school and you still have a- extracurricular activities, sports yeah. and art, I'd want to be in school if I were still no. a teenager. Put my butt on the couch. I'll do the arithmetic and watch Merv Griffin. Uh, Scotty B, you gonna uh, go to a mask? Uh, go to school with a mask, or are you gonna work from uh, learn from home? I'm with Deb Green again. I, I'm gonna go. I gotta get that experience, man. Going from home, I've gotten a taste of it the last few weeks, and I don't like it. You don't like it? Twelve, but twelve year old Scotty B, you wouldn't have liked that either. No, right. I was always active. What percentage of the school lunch factors into that decision that you want to go to school? Uh, twenty percent. Twenty percent. All right, fair enough. Jason <laughs> Byers on the other side of the takeout window. I'm with you, Mark. Yeah. Leave me home, watch some prices right. I can do it online. You and you and I will play Atari next to each other. Exactly. Yeah, I'm cool with that. All right. Uh, we're not playing around with the traffic this evening. It is rough out there. All right. Thanks, Doug. Back to little Sanjay. And would you rather? Next question, Sanjay. All right. This one's a little general. You might get deep. Would you rather have more time or more money? I got too much time as it is. Give me that cash. Give me the cash. Yeah, I don't know if I need more time to do anything. Yeah. I think only bad things could come out of more time. Let me get some clarification, Sanjay. Are you talking like I need I get more time in the day or you add eight years to the end of my life? What do you mean by that's that? That's where that's where it goes. All you, right. you can take that how you want it. If you want an extra hour every day, if you want an extra two hours every day, or if you want an extra couple of years. Here's why life. I want more money. So if I get more money, I don't have to work two jobs like I am right now, which will automatically give me more time. So give me the money. Deborah, you said? I'm still taking the money. Still taking the yep. money. Uh, Scotty B., who's already handed over a million dollars to Clark Howard, are you, uh, you taking the money or taking more time? Definitely taking the money, man. We live for the moment, baby. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Well, well put, Scotty B. We live for the moment. Jason Byers, who time really doesn't matter to you. You seem so. <laughs> no, I just mean there's never enough time, though. You're always laid back. You're like, you know, yeah, hey. but I need more time. Yeah. I never have enough time to get stuff really? done. Yeah. Okay. Got a lot of things on the burners. Mark. How long? So uh, Jason Byers has a 296 pound dog. Um, Somewhere about there. How long does it take you to walk, uh, Frank? About an hour a day. Yeah, so you do yeah. need more time. Okay. Bosco at 14, she goes out, does her thing, is right back in. So it's like 97 seconds, in and out. If if I want any time chill at the house on the couch, yeah. Frank needs a you good 40-minute walk. You got to wear him out. All right, next question, Sanjay. All right, would you rather use your frequent flyer points to buy an economy seat or to upgrade from your purchased economy seat to a better seat? I, I, I can't do coach anymore, man. I got spurled. I'm totally spurled. I, I need to sit up near the front. I can't do the coach seat. So give me the, I'll buy, I'll buy an economy seat and get the upgrade to the uh, first class cabin. If, it, if it's domestic, doesn't matter. Short, It's a short flight. Yeah. But when we have to go international, which we always do, yeah. I, I need to move yeah. up. I need. To, I have short legs, but I still need leg room. To be fair, again, I haven't flown since the whole uh, coronavirus thing, but I believe like 
even coach now because of social distancing? They're not. Is that true, Sanjay? They're not putting people in the middle seat, so it's almost like you're first class. I mean, it depends on the airline. Yeah. I've heard mixed things. Some airlines don't even care about social distancing. Yeah, no. Once you've once you've experienced first class, you you got to you got to keep doing it. Scotty B, who only flies private usually, but for this uh, topic of this conversation, Scotty, this is a commercial airline. You taking the uh, free seat in back, or are you upgrading it to the front? Free seat in the back, man. Can't miss what you never had. I'm not under that long. Good, good. Yeah, don't, uh, don't, don't. don't. Once you go to first class, you never want to go back. Uh, Jason Byers. You couldn't have said it better. If you've flown first class yeah. once, you cannot go back to coach. That so was give uh, me the upgrade. That, that's the the one thing uh, when AirTran went away. That was the best thing of AirTran. You could upgrade to business class. They called it for twenty five bucks. That was awesome. That was awesome. Uh, rest in peace, AirTran. Next question, Sanjay. All right, last question. Would you rather be sleep-deprived or food-deprived? Wow. I'm going to – a rare pass. I've got to think about this one. Deborah, we'll start with you. I'm never hungry, and I'm always tired, so I will be food-deprived. Okay. I, I knew that was coming. Scotty B. Food brings me joy, so I'm going to go ahead. I went two or three days without sleep, so I think I can go ahead and do that. So you're going uh, sleep-deprived. Uh, Jason Byers. I always feel sleep deprived working the weird hours we yeah. work. So yeah, I can do that. Keep doing that, and that really stinks, though. It, it does, but you know. Yeah, I, by the time Friday comes around, that's why I need around, more time. Exactly to sleep. By the time Friday comes around, I'm I'm a piece of toast like that you felt dropped on the floor, buttered down. I'm done, and then I finally basically start getting normal on Sunday, and then it's all back over. But damn, I love food. <laughs> but I have yes. to diet enough because I plump up like a fat grape. That um, I'll go, I'll go food deprived. Isn't that weird? You know how much I love food. That is, that is very weird. That's gonna, horrible. Yeah, that's, not, that's unexpected. <laughs> I got a wedding to look good for, Sanjay. I got to deprive that's, myself. That's still disappointing, man. Sanjay, good job even with the power <laughs> off. Uh, I know tax season just ended, but if you need any help with your extensions, et cetera, et cetera, or if someone gives you a million dollars, Sanjay is the official accountant of the Mark <laughs> Aram Show. You can uh, find him on Facebook. It's Brass Tax Accounting or online at brass.tax. Always a pleasure, my friend. My man. All right. We're going to come back. Uh, we're going to open this puppy up. we got a lot to talk about. 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK on Twitter and Instagram at Mark Aram. This is The Mark Aram Show. 625, 78 degrees on Peachtree Street. The rain at least cooling things off out there. Mark Aram with you till 8 in the p.m. Uh, oh, I was supposed to play some audio coming back. Dagnabbit. I'll do that. I'll do that next segment. I want to talk to Bob first in Canton. Bob, welcome to The Mark Aram Show. What's going on, brother? Hey, Mark. Uh, instead of a million dollars today, as opposed to two million dollars next year, how about the employer who offers a job? 31 days is the length of the job at $10,000 a month for just the one month. Okay. Or, or you could take a penny on the first day and... Double your pay every day for the 31 days of the month. Now, which would which would you take? Now, of course, um, you would the the you know the gut reaction is take the the 10 grand. But 
I've done the math on this before. And what is it if you get a penny the first day and then two cents and then four cents and then and it doubles? What is it at, come up at the end of the month? It's like something huge number, about right? A million, about a million and a half dollars. No, you know what, Bob? Let's prove that. Send me a penny tomorrow. And then two cents. Yeah, isn't that crazy, though? That that just uh, shows that uh, compounding interest is our friend. You know what else is our friend? Masks. I've been saying that for a long time. President Trump, Governor Kemp now on board. My question, now that the president is pro-mask, the governor is pro-mask, is that changing your mind on mask wearing? The president says it's patriotic to wear a mask. Do your duty for the anti-maskers out there. Are you starting to rethink it? We'll have a civil conversation about this. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK, or pro-maskers, now that the president says wear one, are you going to take yours off? I'll take both sides. It's the Mark Aram Show on WSB. The president's always been consistent on this, that masks, according to the CDC, are recommended but not required. He has said that he would wear one in the case he couldn't appropriately socially distance. Um, And he wore one and put up the picture on Twitter, as you saw. Kaylee McEnany, uh, not really sure if that's legit or not, but the president is now pushing folks to wear masks. And uh, he talked about that live on the briefing you heard here on WSB Radio about an hour and a half ago. Uh, that he is pro-mask now. So uh, that is a definite shift in policy from the Oval Office. And we know Governor Kemp now went on a uh, statewide mask tour asking folks to please wear a mask to help uh, stem the tide of the COVID-19 pandemic. Has that changed your mind to the anti-vaxxers out there? Again, full disclosure, from day one, I've been pro-mask. In February, Deborah Green, we tried to order Mark Aram Show masks. So close. We were and so they canceled on us. Yeah, they canceled our order. They took our money and then canceled our yep. order because they got slammed with but we were ahead of the curve. Yep. I wear a mask wherever appropriate, not at home, not in my car, not walking down the street. But if I go to a store here outside of the studio, if I'm walking in the halls, I am very, very pro-mask. But I know a lot of folks out there anti-maskers. I want to know if the president and the governor now saying, hey, please wear a mask has changed your mind. On the other side of the political coin, for the pro-mask folks out there, now that the president is saying you should wear one, are you going to take it off? 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. I know there's a lot of people there that hate the president so much, they're going to be like, all right, screw it, I'm taking my mask off now. If he's for it, I'm again it. Uh, Bob's in Cartersville. Bob, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. How are you, sir? Ah, if I was any better, I'd be twins in the world. Couldn't handle it. Oh, nice. I like that. <laughs> I won't wear a mask unless I have to go in somewhere and they require it. So not and not I mean, anywhere unless you're going somewhere where the business or wherever correct. requires or the, or the it. household. If a if one of my customers says, "Would you please wear a mask?" I'll be glad to wear a mask for them. I do it for them. If I go in a, in a in a store like now, all the grocery stores they want you to wear a mask. Mm-hmm. If I decide I'm going to go in there, then I'll follow their their request. But. It, to wear a mask in public, that's that's a violation of my civil liberties. I just shouldn't have to do it because it doesn't affect anyone. If you're afraid, don't go near me. And with these idiots in DeKalb County, now talk about communism. They they want you to go to re-education camp on your second offense. Interesting. So what if you're a crowded, let's say you go to, uh, I don't know, something crowded outdoors and, and you can't social distance, you're not wearing a mask then either? Nah, I'm not afraid of it. I've probably been exposed to more things that are so nasty that the COVID would probably run from it. All right. Bob, uh, good luck, buddy.
Hope you. I uh, hope everything goes all right. Nick is in Swanee, Georgia. Nick, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. Hey, good afternoon. How you doing? Excellent, Nick. What's going on? Bob, just heading home from a little uh, trip from Roswell, and and um, I kind of tend to agree with your last caller that uh, I'll follow the guidelines. But uh, I mean, when this first hit, April was uh, you know I didn't wear a mask. Um, my customers didn't really ask to wear a mask, but. I have a lot of clients that are doctors, and, and they, they give me updates on things. And you know what? It's kind of smart to wear a mask and uh, to protect yourself. But I'm an ex-fireman, ex-EMT, and I'll follow the guidelines and, and uh, follow the rules. I think that if that helps you know, slow the curve, then that's what we'll do. The, the governor and the, uh, and the president going forward with, with pushing for masks, does that change your mind at all? Are you more likely to wear one now or not, not really? Well, I mean, it doesn't really change my mind, but, you know, for the safety of others, I will do it. And, um, you know, my wife pushes for it. We have elderly elderly uh, in-laws. My wife's parents are both in their 90s, and they haven't been out of the oh, house wow. since this all started. Yeah. Yeah. And, and we haven't missed a beat. We've taken great care of them. And, um, I mean, they don't get out of the house at all, but we, we make sure they're fed and medicine and all that stuff. Good. So Good. Are they in a, in a home or are they at their house? No. They're in their own house. Good, good. All right. Because, I mean, that's where... Thanks for the call, Nick. That, I mean, that's where the biggest percentage of deaths came from, was from elderly care facilities, sadly. John is in Marietta. John, welcome to the show. Hey, Mark. Uh, you know, I'm not for masks, but if it's going to be in line with policy, I'm happy to wear one. Um, I, I think that uh, they're annoying, and I have a little bit of difficulty breathing, and I've tried three different masks, mm-hmm. and I, I do wear it when I go into the stores, but I'm certainly not a fan of it. But in all fairness to the president, um, the CDC has changed their guidelines. So as as things evolve and we get more information about this virus and we, we gain more knowledge about it, people are going to change on, yes, you should, no, you shouldn't. And I don't know if you heard all the rumors on why they did that in the beginning. It was to... Uh, trying to keep all the PPE they could get for the first responders mm-hmm. and people on the front line. So, which I understand that also, but just tell us the truth. Don't tell us some BS. Understood. So, and, and I think that there's, that's a great call to got, John, and there's some great points there. Uh, well, I think the biggest takeaway from this is, I mean, this is a new virus, right? This isn't something that right. we've dealt with before. And, and the medical folks are learning as they go. And you're right. Dr. Fauci was on the record I don't know, it was March maybe, saying, yeah, a mask right. isn't going to do anything to it. But now they found that it spreads mostly through the water droplets, which can be preventative uh, or prevented right. somewhat from the mask. I'm with you. I don't enjoy it. I do think I look better in a mask than outside of a mask. <laughs> I mean, and seriously, and I, I went to Publix last night for before I came to the show to get some dinner. And I, this is going to sound sexist, but, but I apologize in advance. But like... Every every woman seemed like you just look at their eyes like you just you're doubling up on the eye makeup since you don't need lipstick. Like everyone looked great. Like like ever. I wasn't looking at the dudes, but all the women looked. I was like, wow, look what pretty eyes like it, it highlights. And I look I, I hate I don't like wearing them. I mean, it stinks, but uh, I do. It covers my nose, covers my double chin. If you put it on right, I think I look more handsome with a mask on. Uh, the president and the governor now saying, please, patriotic duty. Wear 
your mask. Are you more inclined now, if you were an anti-masker, to put one on? And if you were a masker and you don't like the president or the governor, are you now going to take your mask off? Civil conversation on the Mark Aram Show. 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK on Twitter and Instagram at Mark Aram. This is the Mark Aram Show. 654, Mark Aram and the Bananas at your beck and call till 8 in the p.m. Uh, President Trump and Governor Kemp now uh, asking people to please wear masks. The president said it's the patriotic thing to do for the anti-maskers out there. Uh, is this going to change your mind? And if you've been pro-mask but do not like the president and or the governor, are you going to now take your masks off because they're telling you to do it? 404-872-0750. Fred joins us in Tucker. Fred, welcome to the show. How you doing, Mark? What's up, Fred? Yeah, my my issue is not so much wearing a mask or not wearing a mask. I'm, I'm neither for or against. And I, I'll go with the governor and whatever he says. Mm-hmm. But but my issue is that when they issue this order, they don't give you a criteria for why they're issuing the order. And we know that there, that there is an increase in the the numbers. But which numbers are they looking at? Is it number of deaths? Is it number of infections? And the other thing, the most important thing is, if we follow this order and there's no criteria for when it ends, we could be wearing this mask forever. What do you, What are you doing if you follow it? I'm I'm not concerned that we'll wear this forever. And you heard the Surgeon General say, listen, we're not trying to attack your civil liberties. We're trying to get through a pandemic. Here are the facts. The tests are going up. We're testing more. Uh, the positive rates are going up. More people are testing positive in relation to the number of tests. So it's, it's going higher. We're not just getting more positives just because we have more tests. More people are dying. More people are being hospitalized. All of those numbers are going up. And they weren't going up when we were in lockdown. Again, thank God we did the lockdown because who knows what the, the death total would have been. Um, but that, that, those are the reasons why we, we should wear the mask. The numbers are going up, the hospitalizations are going up, and the deaths are going up. Uh, Bob's in Tucker, Georgia. Bob, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. Hi, Mark. Thanks for welcoming me back to your show. Welcome um, back, brother. I wear, I wear this mask because the DeKalb County ordinance has been passed, and you know I believe in law. I'm not, it's not because the governor says so or Trump says so they don't pass law the cab county does yeah what what um, i think is is interesting though i it there shouldn't have to be a mandate there shouldn't have to be a law just common sense says hey wear the mask when you're in public right and i'm not saying if you're walking down the sidewalk and there's no one around you you don't need to be wearing a mask but if you're going into a grocery store or uh jason byers likes to go to tj maxx after the store you know wear your mask at tj maxx every day i'm not convinced rhymes. that they're effective though because if they were so effective and Fauci was willing to lie to the public so that the public would leave the N95 supply alone. Why aren't doctors and nurses wearing cloth masks? Yeah, uh, that, that, that <laughs> I don't know that Fauci lied. He he said in March that they weren't effective, but we've learned more about, again, this new virus. I mean, you can look at Asia, right? I was about to say, yeah. the Asian countries have been wearing masks for decades, and their, their rate of flu, their rate of colds, and their rate of COVID-19 is is certainly a lot lower than the non-mask-wearing countries. I just want you to be safe. I don't want to lose any listeners. I don't I don't want you to be in a in a bed with a ventilator and you can't listen on the WSB radio app or on Amazon Alexa or Google Home. I want you safe, happy, healthy, listening to the Mark Aram show. We're going to come back with more recalls. Plus working remotely is now a huge thing. We'll talk about that when we come back. 404-872-0750. This is the Mark Aram show.
The Mark Aram Show is performed before a live studio audience. No, I want this town to be near you. Welcome back to the show and a good Tuesday Eve to you. Mark Aram here, you there at 7.07, seven minutes after 7 o'clock. This is the Mark Aram Show, heard Monday through Friday, 6 to 8 p.m. on 95.5 WSB. Uh, half of my f- real family's here today. Deborah Green produces the show. Uh, Jason Byers filling in for the Stoic Eskimo on the other side of the takeout window. Low T, Chuck. Still on paternity leave for the rest of the week. So Scotty B, the executive producer of Word on the Street, is screening your calls. We're going to get back to your calls about uh, the mask uh, flip from the president, I guess. Uh, He is now, uh, President Trump now, asking folks to wear masks, saying it's a patriotic duty. Governor Kemp, of course, is asking folks to wear masks, went on a mask tour. Now that these, uh, these heads of state are now urging folks to wear masks, does that change your mind about mask wearing, either yay or nay? I do want to have some fun, though. And this, uh, this I think, is a fun topic. Uh, more companies in the U.S. are letting new hires work anywhere permanently. So now in 2020, I think we've all seen that, that we can get by here at the station on a skeleton crew in the building, right? I don't know. What do you say? 95% of the workers are not here? Probably, yeah. Uh, do you think that um, that's going to stay? And if, if you have a job... That is allows you to work from anywhere. Would you take advantage of it? Uh, for me, it's been a long dream of mine uh, to do what Bortz did when and just drive around. Well, no, I, I mean that's cool too. But um, what I would like to do is, um, you know, Bortz used to do half the year basically here in Atlanta, and then half the year in Naples, Florida. We had a studio at home. Now I don't want to go to Naples, Florida, and do the show. But I would love for half of the year where I could do the show remotely. I mean, I still want to stay in Atlanta, but I would love to be somewhere else doing this show, like on the beach somewhere in Maine or something like that's a dream of mine. Yeah, I think to, to be able to travel without having to worry about getting back in five days yeah, would be pretty nice. Exactly. I, I, I mean, they won't even let me work from home here, but um, eventually... You know, once I essential. once I retire from TV and just do the radio, how cool would that, Jason, uh, to do to be able to do my show anywhere? Oh, that'd be awesome! Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm. That is the dream, and so I am ecstatic that the technology is getting there, where we now uh, can work remotely. So the question I have is, can you do your job remotely? And if you could do your job anywhere in the world, where would you do it? Deborah Green, I will, I will go to you first. You can do your job remotely. Uh. Uh, your multiple radio jobs. I, I, not really. Not yet. We still got to come in the studio and do everything. Yeah. But if I could, if I had a home studio with a laptop and I could do everything, yeah. I'd probably bounce around Europe. Just go to Europe? Just a bunch of cities around there. would be fun. Yeah. yeah. Jason Byer, sadly, your job cannot be done remotely. Uh, Scotty B, though, uh, as an executive producer and as a phone screener, you could you could work remotely. Would you would you still come to work or would you you know go somewhere and, and work Remotely, I would be somewhere in Hawaii, man, off the beach. Hawaii. The, the only problem with doing Hawaii is, let's say you have to screen calls for the Mark Aram show. Like, what's well, the, the time difference? Yeah, it's like six time. hours. I'm sure I could work around it. All right, you'd be fine <laughs> with that. You'd be fine with that. So, uh, the two questions I have is: Can you do your job remotely? And if so, in the future, where would you want to do it from? Because we are literally. What What's funny is so. New York City. People are fleeing New York City. If, I mean, who can blame them after the COVID thing? And the New York Times did a study on 
where New Yorkers are leaving. And the, the sixth most uh, active spot where New Yorkers are going is my hometown of Torrington, Connecticut, for some reason. But they probably hear you talk about it all the time and on, that's on the app, and they're like, oh, we should go check it out. Like, New Yorkers have always had, like, summer homes in my in my area, and I guess they're just moving there now. They Torrington, Connecticut was number six on the list. Number seven on the list was Atlanta. <laughs> oh, really? So what? my town Atlanta. of 30,000 <laughs> people has more New York refugees than the city of Atlanta. Does that mean is, your parents are going to leave now? Like, oh, these New Yorkers moving no, in. No, I think it's good for the... I mean, the town's kind of, like, in, in decay, economic decay because all the mill jobs closed and the oh, okay so the, yeah it'd be a boost to them yeah the all manufacturing right. job is closed so i i think this is good for them for the economy i don't know some of my friends at home are not happy they don't want the new yorkers coming in but it's uh, i don't know anyway so that's that's what i'll talk about 404-872-0750 1-800-WSB-TALK justin's in commerce justin welcome to the mark aram show what's going on buddy thanks for having me not too much my question to you mark is is why do we wear the mask to protect like, others. What, 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 what is the reason behind that? Put to protect others. Okay, so we're saying medically that any of the math protects the droplets to pass through? Anything in front of your face is better than nothing in front of your face. Okay, so then what about our hands and our eyes, which we fidget our mask, and then we go straight to our eyes. We were cleaning everything at the beginning with no mask, and we were just cleaning and we were wearing gloves, few masks, and now we've flipped it around. I think the misinformation and, and, and the requirement to wear them or the ask to wear them and the validation of the information that it actually is going to do something is the dilemma that we're all fighting with the civil liberties. Do you cover your nose sense? Do you cover your nose and mouth when you sneeze? Correct, yes. Yeah, so that, that's the same principle. Is it 100% effective? No, probably not. But wearing a seatbelt is not 100% going to save your life if you get in a car wreck. But the, the odds are greater that you'll survive if you're wearing a seatbelt. And, you know, information changes. When science gets new information, yeah. they update what they tell you to do. Exactly. And so if things have changed now from when it began, it's because they didn't understand it fully when it began. When, and now with more information, yeah. new regulations. When I was a kid, my parents had me go to a friend's house so I could get chicken pox. They're like, oh, just yeah. get it over with. Get, now they're telling you don't do that because yeah. you might get shingles when you're over, older. And now kids don't do that anymore. So, yeah, as you learn stuff, it changes. When I was a kid and I got, uh, I got a cold, my grandmother put leeches on my belly. You know, th times change. Exactly. We you get, don't leech anymore? No. Well, I mean, do, but not for medical reasons. Bloodletting's yeah, no longer it's, it's, a thing. It's always for something else. Mike's up next on the program. What's going on, Mike? Hey, man. Good talking to you. Uh, I've got the same question, but your your callers have not been uh, pursuing the question fully and, or, or been answering correctly. Um, the question is, you know, in the beginning, we've been taught, taught to use the N95 mask. And now we can go to Hobby Lobby, we can go to Walmart and, and buy fabric and make our own mask, and it's supposed to be the same thing. On a second note, if you'll look at OSHA regulations, um, you have to actually be released from a doctor to wear a mask. I'm a con general contractor. I cannot give masks out to my employees without being released from a doctor. They have to be fitted. It, it falls under the respiratory um, false and 
there, there's so many other things. That well, that, let done. me ask. All right, I, that, you made a couple of great questions, Mike. Don't go anywhere. We'll start on the second one first. So we are provided masks here. At least I am because I am a talent. The, the station provides me masks, but there's nothing to do with OSHA regulations. I mean, they give me, I can go upstairs to security right now and get those disposable medical masks. That's what I've been wearing for the most part. Um, and I don't, there's, you know, there's no OSHA requirements there. So I don't know what kind of job. There, there actually, there actually is. And I would be glad to send it to you on a private side. Is it because uh, of a certain like what kind of what kind of work if is you it? Have underlying, if you have underlying medical condition and your employer gives you a mask to use and you fall out because you have asthma or some type of condition, um, they're held responsible. So we've been held from giving our day laborers, our laborers or uh, we tell them to sweep a room or whatever, mm. and, they and and they want a mask. I cannot provide them with Interesting. a mask. That might even be even a dust mask. It might I, be. And, and if you go to OSHA, you'll see it. I'm sorry. It, it might be because of the 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 physical labor part of the work. I'm pretty sure the the lawyers at Cox Radio have have vetted this right. They're they're extremely. They don't want to get sued by anybody. So I think they've given the okay for us to get masks from from the employer. So maybe it's just a difference. Maybe OSHA looks at that job differently than you know me and my fat butt sitting on a on a chair in front uh, of a sitting in the air conditioned room all day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, what was the first thing, Mike? You said I'm sorry. I want I want to address that too. Yeah, the, the first thing is, is oh the N95 mask, right? N95 mask. They right. say you know you need to get get N95 mask. Sure, right? sure. So there's no now doubt. We're, make, we're making them out of socks. We're making them yeah, out yeah. Of anywhere. Okay, we're so so here's okay. So here's here's the way I look at this. I'm going to give you an analogy. And great call, Mike. I really do appreciate it. Um, you know, the best way for me to get from my home to the station is in a Lamborghini, right? That's the best way. It's, it, But it's not going to happen. You know, it's going to be my uh, Ford Festiva. It's not, That's not the best way, but it's going to get me there. It's not going to do the best job getting here like a Lamborghini, but it will get me here. I think that's the analogy with the mask. Yes, if, if, uh, if we could all wear the mask that the surgeons and the nurses wear in ER and ICUs, that's great. They're going to be better than the one, the mask you wear out of your T-shirt. But what what researchers have found so far, again, this is a developing situation, is that this the virus is spread mostly through large uh, droplets, and even a T-shirt mask can help limit some of those large droplets that are expelled when we breathe through our mouth and nose. Some of us expel bigger droplets because we have bigger schnozzes. Jason Byers has that little itty bitty uh, cookie nose. Um, is that what it is? A cookie dose? Well, because you're a cookie now. That's your new nickname. Ah, that's yeah, right. Yeah. It doesn't look like a cookie, but gotcha. <laughs> uh, but you have a big schnoz like me. I can infect half of Metro Atlanta with one sneeze. So it makes sense that I would have uh, a mask on. Uh, Greg's in West Georgia. Greg, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. Yes, hello. Thanks for having me. What's going on, buddy? Well, I was calling. I was listening to a lot of the callers, and I'm actually a physician. Um. And I do actually take care of patients in the hospital as well as in the outpatient setting. Uh, one of the things that I think commonly gets missed, has been missed for many years, is that when we talk about infectious disease, you have to throw out politics, your race, where you're from, what your culture is, what your stance is what your civil liberties are in whatever country you live in because infectious disease knows no boundaries. Correct. We, sh we should be relying knows, on science here. Knows no boundaries. Sometimes we have to rely on science. And sometimes the science is not exact. Mm -hmm. Sometimes the science is not up to date yet. 
because we deal with new things all the time. So when things like this happen, you know, we have to do our best to put aside what we think uh, may be a violation of this, a violation of that, or, you know, my state says this, this state says that. You know, it becomes all very confusing, and then you can, you know, find yourself in a world of hurt trying to follow something that has no boundary. So wearing a mask, of course, I think is uh, important. We've talked a lot. I've heard a lot about the N95 mask. No, not all doctors and nurses and, and those at home play on the front line get to wear an N95 mask. Yeah, and there's, I, I got, Greg, I got to run. I really do appreciate the call, but we're up against a hard break here. We'll come back. More of your calls. Uh, mask, the mask controversy, the president and governor now urging folks to wear masks. Is that going to change your mind either way? And uh, most companies say, hey, if you can work anywhere, go ahead and do it. That's the dream for me. What about you? Can you work remotely anywhere for your job and where would you go? 404-872-0750. This is The Mark Aram Show. We mourn every precious life that's been lost. I pledge in their honor that we will develop a vaccine and we will defeat the virus. President Trump heard live earlier here the return of the coronavirus task briefings. Welcome back to the Mark Aram Show. President Trump now saying it's your patriotic duty to wear a mask. Governor Kemp is fully on board with the mask short of a mandate. Have you changed your mind on wearing masks because of that? And uh, research shows that uh, bosses, employers are saying, hey, if you can work remotely, go ahead and do it anywhere you want. Like, just go ahead. Someone on my Facebook page was like, they can do their job anywhere in the world, and they're going to go do it in Aruba now. And the boss is like, all right, fine. As long that as you would do, be awesome. Right? As long as you can do your job, go ahead and do it. So uh, that's that's been my dream since before the pandemic, like to do the Bortz thing. Like, Bortz hit the, the pinnacle of his career, and it was like, eh, I'm going down to Florida. I'm going to do my show. Now, I love coming in and seeing you guys. I really do. I come in this building twice a day, and I enjoy it. But probably not as much as enjoying it doing it at a at a beachside retreat. And, yeah, you wouldn't miss us that much. Exactly. Yeah, we all we all love working each other, yeah. but we won't miss each other that I'd, much. I'd come back. <laughs> I'd do half and half. I would spend the summers up in New England or something. Uh four oh four eight seven two zero seven fifty. Robert's in Cartersville. Robert, welcome to the Mark Aram show. Hey Mark. Hey Robert. Uh, you're a busy man in the morning and the afternoon. That's so, <laughs> right. <laughs> uh the mass situation. Um, I think there's, there needs to be some training. People don't really know how to use their mask correctly. They, they touch it. They touch other things. I think it's more of a super spreader if it wasn't used right. How so? Well, I mean, because if, if I watch 15 people in the last 20 minutes, touch their mask, move it up and down on their face and then grab onto handles and mm-hmm. Nobody's paying attention to this. So, uh, you know, that that's just one my one of my beliefs. Yeah. Well, I think I mean it's it's not just the mask. I mean, we still have to do the other stuff, right? We still have to practice social distancing. We still have to wash our hands all the time. Still have to use Look, I got this bottle of hand sanitizer right here next to me. Throughout the show, I'm just going to squirt it on there. It's becoming like a, a habit now. I just do it. I just did it again. Uh, we'll come back more recalls. Russ in Gainesville will join us as well. Talking about masks, talking about working remotely. Going to have some fun on a Tuesday as we close things out. 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK on Twitter and Instagram. At Mark Aram. This is 
The Mark Aram Show. Got a question for Scotty B filling in for Low T Chuck. You ready, Scotty? This is a personal question. I probably am not allowed to ask you this uh, legally, but here we go. Uh, do you have a condition called nocturnal lagothalmos? Nocturnal lagothalmos. I'm pronouncing that incorrectly. Um, what would that mean, actually? It's. Uh, I'm thinking he's thinking of something else. Yeah, nocturnal. no, it's it's benign. <laughs> Uh, it's when you sleep with your eyes open. Do you sleep with your eyes open? That is incredibly scary. I have a cousin that does that, and I always will wake her up because I thought she was dead. Twenty uh, percent of people have it. That's that can't be right, Deborah. That's Reed. scary, man. Twenty percent of like the five. entire world, though. That's that's not that much. That's a lot. That's I millions of people. Yeah, <laughs> I had a friend. So that means we each know at least one person. I've never heard of that. My dogs sometimes will sleep with their that. eyes open. Yeah. Twenty percent of that would freak me. That it that is scary. That might be a relationship you. killer for me. If Maya, <laughs> if Maya slept with her eyes open. Yeah, obviously, I don't know how she sleeps because we're waiting till we're married. But there it uh, is. smart yeah. man. Yeah, but I, I would imagine that um, that would freak me the hell out. Does your wife sleep with her eyes open? No. Yeah, that, that would be super creepy. No, so creepy. Like it, freak, it creeps me out when my dogs sometimes sleep with their eyes open. But that's like a uh, a Darwinian thing, right? Like maybe so that they don't look like they're asleep. So in case a predator comes up, they're like, "Oh, he's he's awake." All the predators in their comfy bed in yeah, our house. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> that's twenty percent. I don't know how I'm mispronouncing it. I'm sure, but uh, that's I'd never heard of such a thing. It I, is creepy to see if you've ever. Yeah, like I said, I had a friend that did it, and it was creepy. Don't you get like stuff in your eye? Like, that's that's one of the the things they talk about in there. Like yeah. you should use eye drops, or you should try to use a, a mask or something because yeah. it can irritate your eyes. Yeah, you can get like just stuff flying around. Bugs, you can have a bug flying. All your the eye. spiders that you swallow. <laughs> yes, oh exactly. That, does anyone out there suffer, or I don't even say suffer, but has that condition? Nocturnal lagothalmos. I would love to hear from you and tell me how to actually pronounce that uh, term. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Russ is in Gainesville. Russ, come here a minute. I want to talk to What's you. cooking, Russell? Hey, hey, uh, just sitting here with Karen. What happened to Corrali? Um, I got a picture of Corrali like 10 minutes ago. She gone already? Yeah, she went home to her mommies. Her so, uh... mommies. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> uh, wow. Yeah, so, Russ, the president now says it's patriotic to wear a mask. I know you've been a big anti-mask guy um, are you going to wear a mask more often now, buddy? No. They made me wear one at the doctor yesterday. So, And they made me wear one when I went into CVS. Yeah. In fact, I think most retailers are doing that. Winn-Dixie took a stand saying, we're not going to require it, but then they backtrack on that. And they say, all right, we're now we're going to require it. So outside of, of, of someone telling you you have to wear a mask, you're still not going to do it, even though your favorite president is saying, wear a mask. It's patriotic, Russ. Well, the thing is, we don't really go anywhere. I mean, I stay here. The only place we really go, I mean, I go to the liquor store and the grocery store. Yeah. I don't go anywhere uh, and get around anybody anyway, so, you know, I don't There's wear one. a ton of people at the grocery store. Yeah, there, there can be. Did uh, Does Karen wear a mask when you go out? Only when we have to. Okay, all right. I mean, we've got two masks in the car. If they make us, you know, we do that. So, all right. Uh, well, time I'm not going to say it's going to tell you where I wanted to work if I had a choice. Yeah, if you could work remotely, where would you choose, Rose? See, I own a little window washing company, so I wash windows. Yeah. So I thought, where would be the greatest place in the world? The red light district in Amsterdam. 
<laughs> you got to keep those windows clean so you can see the uh, the merchandise <laughs> yes. in, the, in the window. I've never been there. You've been to Amsterdam, Deborah. Yeah, I, I did. I watched a whole show there. It's actually pretty exciting to see the art that goes on to it, not just the acts. And you don't see that much in the windows. You have to go inside. But they're very beautiful pieces of art. Yeah. I don't know if I would enjoy it. I mean, I would go just to say I, I've you been. Can, yeah, you can just walk down the street, and that's probably enough. Yeah, there's not much that. that oh, excuse me. Um, the Fuji's just jumping in there. I, I would. Uh, yeah, that's not. I mean, unless there's casinos. I'm no, not, not in these places. I'm not. I'm no. not into the hookers and the hash scene in in Amsterdam. <laughs> it's that's, not as dark as you might think it is. Yeah, I mean, my parents went, so I mean, I'm not freaked out by it or anything. Um, but I thought that was interesting. All right, Russ, take care, brother. Thank you. See you, man. Uh, Gordon is in Conyers. Gordon, welcome to the program. Great show, man. I wish you were on in the morning so I could listen to WSB. You can listen anytime uh, on demand via the WSB radio app whenever you want to listen to the Mark Aram show. I hear you. Question about masks. Yeah. I wear the uh, paper mask that you can find, and I spray them with Lysol and let them dry. Now, Lysol is supposed to kill bacteria and viruses, 99.9%. Mm. Does that protect me when I'm wearing it? I have no idea. Because most masks, you know, you're protecting other people. So I can't find the answer to that question. If you I, could I help me out with that, I'd appreciate it. Jason Byers, what do you got? I think it takes up to two minutes or more for Lysol to kill germs and virus. So if it's coming through your mask or on you, then mm -hmm. no. I would just, I mean, you, you're using the disposable max you're talking about, right? Right. Yeah, I don't but, know. I, I don't know. I, I'm not and a... I can't find the answer to the question on the interweb or anywhere. So yeah, I just thought knowledgeable as y'all are. I was just wondering. Deborah Green's going to look into it. But I do know if you have the, uh, so I've got two masks. Uh, I've got a, a bag of disposable masks, and I've got the one my dry cleaner made me, the cloth mask. And those you have to wash all the time. I've never thought yeah. about spraying them with Lysol, though. Yeah, I, from what I know about Lysol is it's fine on a hard surface, but once you, like, if we use it on the door handles, but yeah. once you start touching the door handles, it kind of sure. is no point. It so if you're, if you're putting your mask on and off, after a while, it's, it's going to wear off. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, Low T Chuck says Axe Body Spray. He sprays his uh, mask with Axe Body Spray. Uh, <laughs> Ron is in Atlanta. Ron, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. Yes, sir. Hey, I have a question for you. Yes, sir. I'm trying to figure out the mask thing. All right. If you go to a restaurant, you have to wear the mask to get in. And once you sit down, you can take the mask off. So while we're all sitting there in that room, the AC's blowing. Yeah. Wouldn't that blow all that stuff I think, all over all of us? Yeah, I think you're right. That's weird about that. I went to, I went to Waffle House this morning, and uh, it was interesting. You have to wear a mask to go into Waffle House, and I placed a to-go order. And I had to wait outside for the to-go order, but there were people in the in there eating. And obviously, you have to if you're going to eat the all-star breakfast, you have to take the mask off. So they were sitting there. I mean, like, it's, it's almost like you go in, and once your butt sets on the seat, it seals you from getting the coronavirus. Yeah. So again, I have not. I mean, I might be in the minority here, but I have not eaten at a, a restaurant yet. Even though I love them, I haven't gone out to eat at restaurants yet. Um, but I guess if, you know, like at Waffle House, there's, you know, they had to have spaces between the booths. So the booths couldn't be next to each other. And if you're in there, you're social distance from other people. Uh, so I guess that fits in the guidelines. But the air conditioning is a, is a big, big point, too. People are saying that's why the spread has been so severe in South Florida is because those little uh, those little germs, the little, the little virus. 
the plague, as the president called it, gets up in the air conditioning system. And if you don't have the proper filters, it's just spreading it around. I don't I don't know how dangerous it is. And I don't know if they've done any studies on it, but that, that might be a concern. Howard's in South Fulton County. Howard, welcome to the program. Hi, I heard that um, you announced the mask that you use. Yeah. Uh, what website can I go go to to order it? Uh, I just I get them from work. I don't know. My they, I go up to security, Deborah. I mean, at this point now, I've seen them at Kroger, and I've seen them when I walk out of Walgreens. Pretty much any of those stores now have them as you come in or you come out because they know everybody wants them. Well, those are the disposable ones, but the the ones that. Oh, Mark uses it. That's the one, the washable ones. That's what I'm looking for. Something oh, you that's had that one. made for you. Yeah. So my oh. uh, my I, my dry cleaner. Um, obviously, they've been really hurt by the the. They're they're actually open now, just three days a week, uh, because they've lost so much business. But she, if you bring a t-shirt into her or a piece of, a piece of cloth into her into her shop, she'll make a mask for you for free. Uh, so that's where I got all mine. I've got like five. Uh, washable masks from her but uh i I mean you can do anything use any kind of cloth i guess the thicker the better as long as you can breathe through it but i don't i don't have a website or anything i I would just i mean google it or go if you're on facebook and ask your friends hey where can i get good masks um i've been fortunate i got a i got a bag full of the disposable ones and i've got the the reusable ones in my car Uh, it's just so tough to i keep forgetting them in my car like today, I got out to a park to go to Waffle House. I'm walking to the door. I'm like, ah, dag nabbit. I forgot my mask. I had to go back on. Uh, Porter's in coming. Porter, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. I'm out. Hey, buddy. Uh, what's the chance of getting an exception, a little badge or something, if you've already had it recovered? That I don't know. What's, so it's weird. I, I watched a story. I think it was on ABC News. There was a 29-year-old guy who got COVID in April, right, and was was knocked on his tush for a couple of weeks, recovered, and then thought he was fine, and now he's back in the hospital with it. I mean, he had given plasma. So, you know, I think that the science is still, we don't know yet. Um, it, it's not necessarily, if you get it once, you're protected well, forever. I don't know, man. It's, you know, may have just been a relapse. I know that uh, when I got it, several months ago mm-hmm. when they were telling everybody I'm in an essential business so I was bound to catch it I guess anyway but what did, what did your doctor tell you my I didn't ask my doctor that question I mean it was oh. uh but anyway uh I mean if there's a relapse I don't know but unless there's uh I can't imagine look that's the purpose of a vaccine you know, otherwise, we're just going to keep getting it yeah. and re-getting it. You I know? know, that's the scary part for sure. But it's like the flu. Like if you get the flu one year, there's no guarantee you're not going to get the next year, especially when the flu virus and we assume the covid virus is going to do this too. the coronavirus. It's going to mutate and change. That's that's why science has got to be on top of this one step ahead of it. It's a tough it's a tough gig. Grant's in Tequila. Grant, welcome to the show, buddy. Thank you, Mark. Uh, it's a pleasure as usual. Um Two things real quick, and I'll let you uh, figure it out. Um, uh, on the uh, sleeping with the eyelids open, I had a I had a friend in college that would would be in like in a lecture or something, and you could hear him, uh, you could hear him snoring lowly, but you, his eyes were open. <laughs> no kidding. No, I'm serious. I guess that'd yeah. be a benefit if you're you're in a meeting at work and you're just bored and you fall asleep, but your eyes are still open. 
honestly, he would he would do that, and it was just unbelievable. And and you know, a couple of us that were would sit around him, you know, we we would we would realize that we didn't say anything, but we'd say, "Hey, man, what's up with you?" Yeah. But uh, but uh, the other thing is, I've got a Chihuahua, and she's about five years old, and she when she, she'll sleep, she'll go to sleep, she'll go to sleep on her back, and her eyes are open, but her eyes are like rolled back rolled up back. in her head. Yeah, exactly yeah. right. Yeah, my dogs do the and, same thing. And she's out cold, so, but yeah, it's just something. But uh, you know, that's that's what we got. So yeah, exactly, Grant. Appreciate you, buddy. Uh, I've already forgotten how to pronounce. I've already forgotten how to mispronounce the name. Nocturnal Lago Flamos. No, not even close. Lago Flag Ophthalmos, maybe. Lago, op- like it's oh. ophthalmos. Oh, yeah, right. All right, who I knows? Think. Do you have it? Any of you freaks out there have this where you can sleep with your eyes open. I want to hear from you next. 404-872-0750. It's the Mark Aram Show on 95.5 WSB. Final segment of the show, Deborah Green, executive producer. You went on the internet to try to pronounce that eye-open thing. How is it? I already forgot. Lagathalmos, I think it is. All right, Lagathalmos. Optician's call. All right, yeah, please. John's in Brazelton. John, welcome to the program. Well, good evening. Good evening, sir. Now... Do you believe in science? I do. Have you checked all the scientific reports on masks? I've checked 42% of them, not all of them. I spent uh, about an hour and a half on a uh, video last night from a couple of doctors and scientists in Canada. One of them is Denny. His name is pronounced Denny Ricon, and it's D-E-N-I-S, Dennis Recount. Anyway... He's a physicist, was a professor of physics in Ottawa, and he said he has studied this in microbiology, and masks are a waste of time. Well, send me the link if you don't mind, mark.aram at wsbtv.com. I know there's a lot of videos floating around there, YouTube stuff. A lot of them have been debunked, unfortunately. Maryland's in DeKalb County. Maryland, welcome to the show. Thanks, Mark. How are you? Excellent. What's going on? I called 15 minutes ago the gentleman who said that he only goes to the grocery store, the liquor store, and he only wears a mask when he has to. Russ, yeah. You call that one? Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I mean, that to me is a perfect example why our governor should step up and require them, because people aren't wearing them unless they have to. Yeah, the governor, I mean, Governor Kemp says he's trusting people do the right thing, but I've seen firsthand people are not doing the right thing. Um, is, do we need a mandate? That's not for me to decide. I just want people to do the right thing, but unfortunately, they ain't doing the right thing for the most part. Vicky's indicator. Vicky, real quick, what do you have? Hey, I just wanted to help out the listeners. There was a caller earlier saying he couldn't find them cloth masks. Um, there are some in some of the grocery stores around here and on Amazon. So I just wanted to let him know. I don't know if I can say the name of the store that go I found mine. Yeah, go ahead. Walmart has them. Oh. And, and Kroger. Walmart, that's a small mom and pop shop up in uh, Sandy Springs, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah and Walmart, uh, Walmart, they stopped a guy the other day when I was going in there. They were like, dude, you got to wear a mask. He's like, I don't have one. He goes, do you sell them in there? He goes, yeah. Can I go get one? No. You can't come in and get them. It was interesting. Uh, Vicky's in Smyrna. Vicky, real quick, what do you have? Yes, uh, well, I was just following up uh, about masks. Uh, GMC has them, and they have the inserts where you can go from, like, a regular cloth mask to an N95. Oh, the filter so, slot. Yeah, those are nice. Yeah. So, anyway, that was another place. All right. GNC, where you get the vitamins? Yeah. No, where you get the masks. 
No, no. Yeah, yeah, that's where you get the vitamin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. where the vitamin, you sell the vitamins. All right. Also, I think um, Old Navy has them for girls that are uh, like a three-pack or something like that. I, I think, think anyone's I think if right I walked now. into uh, into a GNC, they'd call the cops. They're like, this guy does not need vitamins. What is he doing? There's something going on. Let's do start of the show. Uh. Are you guys ready for the Mark Aram star of the show? Uh, the two substitute bananas, Jason Byers, Scotty B. You guys get the stars of the show. Good job. Tomorrow I'm we're a doing... regular now, man. Yeah, uh, that's true. You're uh, you're my stepdad. Um, what do we got tomorrow? Millennial Match Game. Yep. Millennial and Johnny Kilbasa with a fast food review. Uh, we'll continue the conversation online, Twitter, and Instagram. It's at Mark Aram, Facebook Mark Aram WSB. In the meantime, go to sleep, little cookie. Go to sleep, you little baby. Guests of the Mark Aram Show stay at the All Suite Omni Hotel, located in the heart of Chicago's Magnificent Mile. Shopify helps you sell at every stage of your business. Like that, let's put it online and see what happens stage. And the site is live. That we opened a store and need a fast checkout stage. Thanks, you're all set. That count it up and ship it around the globe stage. This one's going to Thailand. And that, wait, did we just hit a million orders stage? Whatever your stage, businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for your $1 a month trial at shopify.com slash listen.